What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Lifting Ugly podcast. For those of you that uh, have jumped back on board, I thank you. Again, took some time off trying to get back in the swing of things, uh, do things a little bit different. I have some of uh, the old favorites from the three people that watched on a regular basis as far as what I'm going to have going on today, as well as a guest. So as I said last week, I have the new Lifting Ugly team members come in, introduce them, uh, get a little background on who they are, where they came from, and all that fun stuff. So we're going to be have that a part of the podcast again today. Uh, so I want to start out by saying that you should all go to generalleathercraft.com. What you will find at generalleathercraft.com is leather of all kinds and varieties. But more specifically, you will find the best belts for weightlifting, powerlifting, and just wearing on your regular pants. The best belts you'll find. They have customized belts, uh, lever belts that you can get. They have the Pioneer Cut, which gives you a notch every half inch instead of every inch. They have regular weightlifting belts straps, wraps, all that kind of stuff. They have some pretty cool apparel as well. Uh, let's see, they have golf head covers, dog collars, all that kind of stuff. So make sure you go to generalleathercraft.com, check them out. And when you're buying your next weight belt, uh, definitely go to them. Uh, great small company, even though it doesn't seem like they're a small company, they they are a, a on the small level. And uh, the owners are, are very cool and very easy to talk to and get a hold of and resolve any issues that you may have. And speaking of easy to get a hold of and great customer service for all your other powerlifting needs, make sure you go to maxbarbell.com. You can get singlet shoes. It's where I get all my Sabo shoes. It's from maxbarbell.com. Love them there at Sabo. Make sure you follow, or I'm coming to you. I always get this mixed up the last two couple times I've been off. I'm coming to you from Industry Strength Gym. So make sure you go to at industry underscore strength co on Instagram to follow or industry strength CO on Facebook as well. Um, post a few things, uh, some other people's lifting and stuff like that on there. As much as I get tagged in, I try and repost. I can kind of get an idea of what our gym is, what we've got and what we're all about. And keep an eye out for events coming soon. One event we have coming soon is we have a mock meet coming up March 18th. Just for fun, uh, should have some prizes and everything going by the time that comes around. Visit the show's social media and everything at lifting underscore ugly or search lifting or lift ugly YouTube. If you're not on YouTube right now watching, go there, like, subscribe. If you're audio streaming this later, make sure whatever you're streaming this on that you subscribe to it. All those things help a great deal. Um, feel free to, if you are watching live, even if you're not watching live, feel free to comment. Um, I will get back to you with, uh, any answers to comments, good or bad that you may have. I will field them all website for lifting ugly, liftingugly.com. It's that easy. It's the words go there with.com and you can find t-shirts, t-shirts. I have on hats close to what I have on are available. Uh, let's see, we got right now. I've got all shorts are two for fifty nine, ninety five or something like that, fifty nine ninety eight, something like that. Anyway, shorts are two for, so they get a deal on some shorts if you go there. Uh, if you follow, make sure you follow all of the team members because they have ten percent off codes that you can use for other apparel as well. Uh, you can also go and do one time support payments to support the show. Or you can go to our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash lifting ugly. Um, go there. You can sign up for monthly subscription, uh, monthly sub support subscription. Uh, you can hit up there at the Patreon website, uh, get more members there. I will add exclusive content. There will be exclusive discounts uh, for the upper, upper level tiers as well. So on that note, with all of that out of the way, we're going to start and we're going to start with our intro and it goes a little something like this.
Welcome back, everyone. Um, I don't know what episode number we're on. I think we're on number 52, so we're going to pretend it's 52. Episode 52, the Lifting Ugly podcast. We do have a guest today. Our guest today is, and he can correct me if I have any of this wrong, he is, he is a powerlifter. I know that much. He has competed many times over the years. I'm not going to say many years because I don't want to. I don't want to age him like that. But he's been doing it for a really, really, really long time. Um, but he has been doing it. Uh, WRPF ref, uh, USPF ref, which is uh, the direction that I'm heading in at this moment too. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to welcome to you our guest, lifting ugly team member Jesse. Jesse, what is happening? Oh man. Not too much, man. I just got done training myself and uh, kind of a rough week for me. <laughs> rough week as far as training yeah. goes? Yeah, that and uh, our our uh, little dog, our, she passed away last week. So it's kind of, oh, you know, yeah. things are kind of up in the air, you know, emotionally, mostly. Right. I guess that's never, that's a, uh, it's like one of the, like the second worst thing to, to, to happen. And to happen yeah. How old? How old was your dog? Oh, she was uh, fourteen. Uh, she's a little uh, English bulldog, and um, That's nice. they don't normally live by past. I think it's uh ten or eleven. Right. So yeah, we were pretty much blessed to have her for those extra years. Nice. Well, yeah. at least you, you got to enjoy those few extra years with her, and um, yeah, yeah, those those damn dogs, man. They leave a. They leave a hole that's really hard to fill. Yes, they do. <laughs> uh, that's uh, we have them for a short time. We know it's a short time, but we still put ourselves through it just for the the companionship and and everything they give us that really no one else ever does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So did I get the introduction right? Your your current WRPF ref still correct? That's correct. Yeah, and also a national ref for USPF. Okay, awesome. So am I. I am now nice. also a national rep for the USPF. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, all right. So anything, anything you have coming up? Any events you have planned coming up, or, or are you just, no, just doing general training right now? I'm just working on weak points right now. Um, I don't really have a site on a meet um, just yet. It's possibly I might compete WRPF meet in Pittsburgh um, in September, or I'll do a um, USPF meet uh, in Arizona. So I'm I'm not too sure which one I'm going to do yet. But have have something you have something in mind? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Some, some ideas anyway. Uh huh. All right, and so. The, the USPF thing is a new thing for for us um, that we we got into. So let, we'll we'll hit it real quick. The reasoning behind people moving to different federations, if no one has heard, is a huge com- controversial. Not, I guess not even a controversy, just a scandal. Basically, is that how you would describe it? <laughs> I don't know if it's just a scandal. It's, <laughs> I think it's a lot of integrity going on with the different federations. And, you know, it's not like it used to be um, back in, back, you know, back in the eighties and I was competing on quite a bit. Yeah. So, I mean, anyone who doesn't know, there's, there are some issues with a, a federation that was targeted specifically and uh, some, just uh, a lot of allegations, well, not even allegations, some stuff that they found out. Uh, and stuff was handled inappropriately, I think, by certain federations. And so they've gone, a lot of us have gone different directions. Um, I know a lot of people aren't looking to compete with uh, the USPA anymore um, and have found different directions, which would include um, the US, I mean, USAPL is a whole different animal, the WRPF and the USPF. Uh, so where I went, uh, and a lot of us are, are joining up with the USPF. And let's see, let me take care of this real quick. There we go. All right. Sorry, I just had some ridiculous comments and 
I, I said to comment, like I would take any comment, but like sometimes things just get a little ridiculous. I am. So yeah, USPF is, is where we're where we're hitting. Uh, WRPF uh, still has some good stuff going on. I mean, so there are still good organizations. So if you are a powerlifter, don't give up. All is not lost. Uh, yep. All right, I brought back a couple a uh, couple segments that I'm going to have your I want your help with. <laughs> You're going to do what is it? The only fans thing. That's yeah, kind of why so, we're the only pin shirt. <laughs> yeah, so, there, yeah, yeah. so, so we're going to be we're going to do uh, Craig's comments, and then we're going to do the uh, the fitness only fans. Uh, for, so. We'll I'll, uh, give the description. The Craig's comments is basically uh, posts on Facebook that I see that I make comments on because people post ridiculous things. So I give ridiculous comments. And so I just, some of them are, are, I find really entertaining. I find myself pretty entertaining. So I like to share them and hopefully everyone else finds them entertaining. And then the fitness only fans is, uh, I had someone ask me about it this week. They're like, what the hell is that? So the easiest way to describe it is the descriptions to anything porn related are absolutely ridiculous sounding if you're not in the mood for that and there's nothing attached to it. So we're just reading the descriptions of OnlyFans posts from fitness people. Uh, so if you have any fitness people that you know have an OnlyFans, um, I'd love to love to see them so that way I can I can get more comments and, and find <laughs> more funny stuff that's posted. So. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put the post up, and I'm gonna oh no, yeah yeah, I'm gonna re- put the post up, and then I'm gonna have you read what my comment is. So you got your glasses on, you're ready to read, right? Oh shit! You know what? I can <laughs> log on to my computer. Oh, do you want do you want me to do it? Because I know I know, yeah. you, uh, I, I know that uh, that whiskey's got you a little foggy, foggy eye. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You. I'm not sure what I don't log on to Facebook or anything like that as far as uh, on my oh, okay. computer. It's always well, on my phone. I, I've got uh, it up here. So so the first post is I did 52 push-ups in two minutes today. Almost everyone in the class did more than that, but still that's a lot of push-ups. Go me. So in my comment, and if you can read this, I'll have you read it. Can you read it? <laughs> Maybe if you concentrated on your push-ups instead of counting there, everyone else's. <laughs> so, oh, okay. So yeah. yeah, that's I'm actually reading this from my phone. My phone's not the big, the biggest oh, screen. So okay. uh, right. yeah, I don't have, I don't do laptops. I have a uh, desktop, and I don't. I'm not log on to my computer See, was, as far as I was. I was trying to avoid calling you old in the in the setup to this. And, well, and you and you saying that you only have a desktop just. Kind of, you know, you just, you aged yourself there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but at least you have a phone that, that, that hey, does uh, it. <laughs> I'm almost there with Masters 3, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next up, we have Imagine Adding Me Because You Think I'm Cute, then boom, 83 posts in a row of the dumbest shit known to man. My comment was very simple on this one. Now 84. <laughs> oh okay. man and the third last one oh yeah is word is motherfucker one or two words i'm writing a valentine so i actually went very literally with this one because the literal answer is very funny i thought depends on the usage if it's literal two words figurative one word uh, i was thinking the same thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh so yeah, so those were a few of them. I had a, a few others, but I I, I didn't want to like overwhelm the whole thing for it. All right, so then so now let's roll into. So I try and keep track of like ones that really that I crack myself up with. I try and make sure that I uh, that I copy or pay or uh, screenshot all those. All right, so fitness only fans. Let's read the first one here. Oh, I can't. It's kind of caught away. Okay, there he goes. It felt so good to ride my friend. I came multiple times. 
I would hope so. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just like I said, it's just it's just oh goofy, my goofy shit that like uh, just yeah, it sounds ridiculous. All right, next next up one. Sexy muscle tits covered in oil and my bulging biceps waiting for you to worship, touch, feel, and lick. Uh, I know. Okay, so some I people, people can. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's see, and guys, this is why you need to be a good father figure to your children. <laughs> I, oh my. And I, I know, I know. It's, like, it's it's a good way. It's an easy way for these people to make money. It's just funny. So I. I don't know too much about a uh, muscle licking intrigue, <laughs> but apparently that, that's obviously a thing for someone out there. Hmm. I wonder if that's pre-workout or post. <laughs> um, I don't know. I get that would, uh, that would involve a different level of, uh, of intrigue. I would, I would assume. Like, do they do they want the the fresh the fresh muscle the pre pumped or do they want the post sweaty, sweaty one yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right last up on this one we've got uh, here's very descriptive I played with my ass a little bit today this is actually the first time I've ever had a dildo in my ass I was a little scared but it felt so good oh. Just yeah, congratulations. <laughs> we, we applaud you on that. We uh, we're we're glad you took that time to to really explore that uh, <laughs> that one. All right, those are just some funny ones I came across. So get that get through that part of everything. All right, so make sure you check out at JC Powerlifting. That's Jesse's Instagram page. Um, what else do you want to plug, Jesse? She, uh, well, I just got my Pioneer belt, so my new one, so ah, definitely. Nice. <laughs> I saw that. So, that thing is so nice. <laughs> so if you want a cool Pioneer belt like Jesse just got, or your own custom design, generalleathercraft.com is the place for you. See, have, oh, you God, it's nice. have, have you used it yet? <laughs> I just used it today, this morning. Uh, I did deadlifts. Um, I was breaking it in last night, rolling it and just scrunching it up as much as I can. Right. But yeah, it felt got, really nice. You got a, you got the pioneer cut? Yeah. So yep, you got the every half inch matters belt. Oh yeah, is, that's what my wife says too, so Right. It's, I think <laughs> it, it's a good point for everyone to understand. <laughs> so yeah, I saw that. I saw that you got that and uh I have I have mine. I haven't been able to use it because I haven't been able to lift heavy enough to to use a belt. But I can't wait to be able to put that back on and and put the effort into it because it. I have to say, man, it made a, those things make a huge difference. And then that, I that think it's more of a security thing for me than anything else. A belt. Keep, um, keep it keeping the back the back intact. Yeah, I've. Uh, the belt I was using is um, it's an old Inzer belt, but it has the uh, PALS lever on it. And I think I was like, I was getting, doing meat prep, and I think it was maybe a little bit over four, 400. I was doing squats, and I didn't latch it good enough, and it popped off while I was squatting, but I didn't miss a rep. I continued my set because uh, my, my bracing, you know, it, that makes a huge difference. If you know how to brace and you don't you don't lose a beat without a belt right yeah i just i remember the one time i i, I mean because my weight fluctuates super crazy um and i didn't adjust the latch on my on my latch belt and so i pulled it on and uh, i think I, that was the time i was going for 700 um on my deadlift and i latched it and i was like man that's really loose i should probably move it i'm like that'll be okay <laughs> and I had I had nothing to brace against, and so I just the, I I'm bracing against myself, and there's still this gap in between in my abdomen and the belt. And needless to say, I almost got it, but I didn't quite pull it that day. And I think had I actually done the due diligence and done that, we I would have been just fine. Um, yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Sometimes you know, the little things. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, yeah, you have to check every box before you are going to hit those big numbers or else those big numbers just don't don't show up. So new pioneer belt, let's see, new train. Let's uh let's give junkyard training a plug. Yeah. You're, you're, you're great place to live. Uh I've been there probably like four years now. And uh, I'm actually uh Molly, my old lifting partner, she's the one that got me convinced to go to junkyard. I went in there for I think it was um open gym day, it was on Sunday, went in there, checked it out, talked to Jesse and met everybody there and I fell in love with the place. Right. Yeah. It's, so I've uh, been there ever since. It's a, it's a definitely, you're not going to be confused about what that gym is about when you walk in there. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And then uh, you have Jesse coaches you. Is that right? Yeah. Jesse's been doing um, all my programming for, shoot, for the last four years, pretty much every meet that I've been in so far. So I guess we'll specify um, that, Jesse U is not coaching Jesse U. Um, no, Jesse Brown. <laughs> Jesse Brown is, is, is coaching this Jesse that we have sitting in front of us here today. All right, so Jesse's coaching. Jesse, um, we had him on before, but the audio was a little, not a little, it was a lot off, so we're going to try and have it revisit that whole thing. Uh, but he is over the Special Olympics in Colorado, um, owns junkyard training, uh, does a lot of uh, physical therapy stuff, a lot of recover, a lot of sports recovery, uh, and sports fitness stuff out of that place. So, if you're ever in, is it in Centennial? Yes. Is that okay? So, if you're ever in Centennial, which is just on the side of Denver, uh, make sure you go to check out junkyard training if you're serious about your. Oh, life. and he's also like a great, great therapist too. He's. He knows his stuff as far as that stuff goes. Yeah, when, uh, when we were we were there, is that WRPF event last year? I don't whatever, I don't remember the name of it. Uh, last summer, we went and uh, I dropped off some stuff for him at the gym on that following Sunday. Um, we jumped in his his cryo chamber and did a did a oh. quick, <laughs> quick cryo freeze. And then my wife was having a lot of plantar fasciitis issues. And man, he, within 15 minutes, he had, he had her foot feeling loose. I mean, it's since tightened up because she hasn't had constant work done on it, but uh -huh. I mean, he, he did some needling on it and did some scraping and yeah, got, got some joy. So he knows, he definitely knows what he's doing. He's a good, good person to be involved with. Uh, so yeah, junkyard training, make sure you check them out as well all right so let's uh let's we'll start from the beginning where where did you come from? where where is jesse originated from i'm actually originated from the la area california okay yeah how long, did, how long did you live out there um we moved out to colorado in 78 and then I'm kind of like been back and forth. Oh, okay. Because um, my my parents were are divorced and stuff, so I came out here with my dad, and then I went back with my mom, and then back and forth, and then um, I ended up uh, going back out there. Um, I want to say uh, eighty five, eighty six. Um, I went back with my mom, and then. Um, and then, like, shortly after that, I think maybe a few years after that, since I met my wife. <laughs> oh, nice. And, uh, so yeah. Your wife's, from, your wife's from out in California? Yeah. Okay. Where, so where in, so you said L.A., were you from L.A., or is it? Oh, like I was born in L.A., yeah. Oh. Um, but uh, we were living in, um, well, actually, I was, shoot, I was living in, at that time, in Azusa, California. Okay. And then, you know, A to Z to the USA, <laughs> near Irwindale, California, close to Covina, West Covina area, San Gabriel Valley, that okay. area. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm from Palmdale, California. Okay. I know that. I've got yeah. family that live there. So people are like, you know, they're like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, like just northeast of LA, just because, I mean, I'm like, I, I, was, in, I, I was in LA County and I was like, Nobody knows. They're like Palmdale. Oh, okay, like Palm Springs. And I'm like, no, it's not like Palm Springs. Palm Springs is 
a couple hours away from where I am. Um, but yeah, I, I, and I was born in 79, but I grew up there and I, I left there in 99 and moved out here. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, we brought, brought my family out here, um, at the end of the 2000s, I believe. Okay. So you, you permanently moved out here probably roughly about the same time I, I ventured out here. Yeah. Yeah. I went to actually, I started training at, um, you're probably familiar with it. Uh, Better Bodies, oh, yeah. an old uh, old gym. It's probably one of the best equipped gyms I ever ever lifted in. Yeah, they're not around it anymore, are they? No, unfortunately. Yeah, because I uh, I was doing oil field work once, you know, for a while, and I would spend. I was in Denver, or you know, northern, but we stayed by the airport. Um, I, and I was there every other week, so I joined Better Bodies, and I, I remember I went in there. And it was like half of a shopping center. Is that yeah. the one? Yeah, that one. Uh-huh. That and, was and, um, Chambers in Islas. Yes. I believe. Yeah, corner. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I thought it was so, I mean, they had the machines and, and the cardio equipment. And then you walk down this little dark hall and then it just opens up into this, just this bad. Yeah, like, yeah, that's adorable. You're like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. And not only that. They had a little bit of a basketball court inside of a chain link fence too. So that was, it was a that, that yeah. was a cool store. So that was yeah, your, I think that, was, that was yeah, that was added. I remember when that they added that. That's we were probably going there about the same time. It's pretty funny, right? Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, I didn't go like I didn't get there as many times as I wanted to, uh, just because oil field work sucks and it, it puts you yeah. in hard work. Too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was, that was when I was still bodybuilding. And so I always wanted to make sure that I was somewhere other than a hotel gym. That's for damn sure. Uh, but yeah, I like, I really like that place. So that was a good spot definitely to get going when you're over here. So have you always been lifting? Uh, yeah. Um, I say I started playing with weights a little bit. I got introduced by, uh, back when I was like 12. Um, I was uh, in martial arts. I was taking Kung Fu Sansuit up in Riverside, California. And uh, I met this guy. I uh, was friends with my dad. He was a bouncer, a big dude. And he just started showing me some things to do. And um, God, I pretty much took off with it. I got hooked on it. And, and then, yeah, cause I was a skinny little kid and <laughs> getting my butt kicked all the time. <laughs> I'm still not very big. I'm only like probably a little bit over 200 right now, but I mean, but still it helped a lot with the self-esteem part. And Absolutely. So 12 years, 12 years old, you get started. So did, was it just kind of like generalized gym training? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was generalized stuff. He just told me uh, how to work different parts, you know, chest, back, legs. And we had a little bit of, uh, we had some Olympic, bit Olympic uh, weight set over there at the studio, and um, uh, pretty much where I spend most of my time because we just, I just moved there with my dad out in Riverside, and uh, I, it was during the summer, so I didn't have any friends yet because I didn't have not been to school, you know, middle school. So um, yeah, that's what I did. I spent most of my time practicing uh, kung fu and uh, lifting weights. <laughs> pretty oh, yeah. much what I did. <laughs> so how long so um how long did you practice the kung fu part oh wow um i think it was maybe three years or so okay i kind of moved up fast because i was always there i was um every day that that place was open i was there during the summer so my rank went up really fast because i learned so much and then I had nothing else to do, so I stayed out of trouble doing that. Right. And so just, do you, uh, do you remember, does any of that stuff kind of still stick with you? Oh, God. Yeah, I actually uh, found that out. Um, um, actually, I found, the first time I found that out, it stuck with me was in high school. Um, it was ugly. Um, <laughs> I had to use it, and I did something that I probably would have been not around for to do. I, I'd probably be locked up if I would have continued what I was doing. Um, but so um, 
yeah, I kind of shut the door on that one. But I had to use it at work one time because I worked at a hospital that had a mental facility and a patient, big dude, took a swing at me and I just reacted to it and I had him on the floor when I had just dropped him face down on the floor and his face was just a mess. And yeah, it was just a reaction. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it, it's funny how that muscle memory from that kind of sticks with you for a while. Yeah. At least the basics of it. I mean, obviously probably like the, uh, the intricate parts of the movements aren't there, but I, a lot of control isn't there. It's, um, you use a lot of force when you don't have control. Um, I actually found a uh, Kung Fu studio out here in Arvada at one time, and I started um, practicing it again over there, and I was practicing with the black belt and uh, one of the masters, and, and I had no control. And when I was blocking, I would like also like almost kill their arm because I had no control how to – how you know how hard to hit you know how hard to block and right. they would return the favor to me and i was just like my arm was just like <laughs> drop <laughs> they were like telling me you gotta learn control first <laughs> we're gonna keep doing this so i learned it kind of fast <laughs> right yeah. that shit hurt right <laughs> um yeah because i took I, I was a little bit older i was i think i was 16 16 or 17 um because i was doing nothing but getting in trouble so my mom was like well maybe this will be a good outlet so she signed me up for a, a tang sudo um and so i did that for just a little over a year um but yeah it was cool i mean i even just that little bit that i did just the generalized like blocking and and those kind of things have always just because even if someone's messing around and you know taking like playful swings at you it's still like you still get the movements that automatically come through but yeah i remember i was getting ready for a tournament and sparring with uh sparring with him and i caught him i guess, i think i caught him like in the jaw just and i didn't wasn't full for a full force strike but it, it i had padded gloves on but I, and he like took a step back he's like oh, okay i see how we're gonna do this and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's on now. <laughs> yeah. So then he didn't hold back. So we had, I mean, it was fun. But yeah, those, those guys that really uh, have been doing it for years and years and years, when they let loose, it's uh, that's a oh, whole yeah. other ballgame. It's a whole other ballgame. So then um, when, did, when did powerlifting become an interest of yours? Oh, that was... Uh... I was during high school. Um, I was into bodybuilding. I was doing all the bodybuilding and whatnot stuff. And um, I was always fairly strong kid um, growing up. And um, one of the teachers came up to me and uh, started talking to me about powerlifting. And I'm like, what's that? So he told me all about it. And um, we ended up getting a team together from school. From I went to Alameda High School out here. Um, in uh, Lakewood, uh, Colorado, and uh, um, we got a team together. Um, I'm trying to remember how many people it was. I think there's probably six of us, and we did our first meet up in uh, I believe it was Adam City High School. Um, I took second, um, actually beat uh, Bill Phillips. <laughs> Yeah, you're probably familiar with him. Yeah. yeah, I think that was his first and last powerlifting meet too. Um, and then he went into bodybuilding, and he just—he was—he was incredible uh, bodybuilder. But um, yeah, I got bit by the bug, and and um, went on from there. They had um, actually quite a few um, powerlifting meets in high school, believe it or not, back then. And um, yeah, they had one. I think uh, Northland had one. It was Adam City, it said. Uh, we also had a state championship. Um, there was a few other meets, too, and there were some really strong kids at that time. That kid squatting in the sixes at that, oh, at that time. Just amazing. And this was mostly um, 
mostly raw, what we consider raw today. And uh, and there were some kids that were actually using uh, suits. That was kind of a new thing back then. Yeah, I was. Uh, I believe there were uh, marathon suits. I don't know if you're familiar with marathon suits. They're um, they're probably about as supportive as my Titan singlet is. <laughs> and um, yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I mean there was some crazy strength going on at that time. But there was also a lot of other stuff going on too. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> there was a lot of doctors that actually prescribed stuff for kids back then. Really? Yeah, that's there amazing. There well, was I guess quite like, a bit. <laughs> so that would have been like late eighties, early nineties. That was um, that was actually in eighty five. So eighty forty five. Yeah, yeah there, was, um, there was very little regulation on any of that back then. Yeah. And now there's just a ton and I don't understand why they do that. Just well, leave people alone. <laughs> right. I, it's, it's probably good not to, uh, not to expose the, uh, the youth to, to, to that kind of stuff. At least, you know, give them some time to, to get their own, their own stuff under control. Yeah. I mean, it could close your growth plates too early. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that goes along with it. So, you know. Yeah, see, I didn't, I didn't find out about any of that till later on in life, and I looked back and I remember my, I think it was my freshman year of high school. There was uh, in the locker room after a football practice. There was a sophomore, and when he took his shirt off, I was like, "Damn, that dude's got so much hair! Like he is, his back was." <laughs> His back was so hairy, and then it wasn't until later that I realized, oh, okay, yeah, because he was also, he wasn't like a real big guy, but he was pretty muscular for his size. Um, I'm like, oh, okay, now I know what was going on there, and it just, yeah, I was just like, man, that is yeah. one hairy, hairy ass dude. Um, we had several guys that were just uh, crazy strong at school and high school, and. Uh, one guy, they used to call him the Greek god. He was amazing. I mean, he was huge. He was a huge dude and strong as hell. I think he went on to play for uh, CU. Okay. Man. That's cool. So through high school, powerlifting was like through, well, from when it, when it started in that high school time, and it's pretty much carried you throughout, has been... Um, uh, somewhat, I... Uh, I took some time off in between. Um, I fell in love with playing golf. Okay. <laughs> so, right. so I, I stopped lifting um, off and on for several years. I go back to powerlifting. I play golf for a while, back and forth for a while. And, um, and then uh, I think I did my last meet was actually uh, a NASA meet here in Colorado and 2003 was my last meet that I did um, and I after that I just concentrated on playing golf for all those years up until like about four years ago so I really haven't touched the weight in that time I was just playing golf and then uh, I couldn't play golf anymore because of my right side I ended up going numb on one side because yeah i have some disc issues um but that's another story <laughs> that isn't from lifting that isn't from powerlifting at all so so that that hasn't hindered you from from continuing the power lift actually no just i can't play golf because of that torque and extension on that right side i'm right-handed so i swing right and that's the that's the side that goes numb. Uh, but powerlifting has been has helped me a lot to get through all this. Um, as far as keeping the core strength up, I don't have any pain because of that. Normally, I'd be like just just uh, just in pain constantly. But um, working on the core strength, um, learning how to brace, and all that has helped me tremendously, you know, do what I love to do. 
So have you have you tried swinging a club since? Uh yeah, actually, um, we went to Top Golf. My wife took me, and um, God, I sucked ass. <laughs> um, I, I have a smaller club, so I mean, I was actually when I was playing golf, I actually ended up as a five point three handicap, oh, which wow. is really oh, good. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I spent a lot of money on lessons and whatnot, and yeah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it, it didn't bother me, but you know, it's just I think the love for golf kind of faded a little bit. But now I'm more concentrating on my goals in powerlifting, what I want to do now and then in the future, you know, to help build the sport back up, you know, here in Colorado, you know, get this uh, USPS stuff going, you know, it's a big thing. It is. It's been interesting to me since I, so I found, I found an interest in powerlifting that was probably been like three and a half years ago. Um, I get not that I've always had an interest in it. It's always been something I thought was really cool. But as, as far as like my training regimen and learning the the technical aspects of powerlifting, it was about three and a half, four years ago uh, when I was started. And I was really surprised at how little there was of it in this state. There, as far yeah. as like, as far as like sanctioned meets go. Yeah, it's just, it's weird because like like when uh, I started competing in the mid '80s, I mean I was able to find meets left and right, you know, here in Colorado. Um, but I, I noticed that USAPL has quite a few meets here. Right. But, um, yeah, if you want to, if you want to go the very strict and um, super clean way of of competing. Then sure, go USAPL. But yeah, they use that. They use a power bar for everything. They don't use. They don't use a deadlift bar. They don't use a squat bar. I think they just use a straight power bar for every movement, and then mm-hmm. plus every meet is tested. So that takes some of the fun out of it too. <laughs> well, well, we used power bars back in the day. Is all every for everything. We didn't have right. any of these specialty bars. I mean, everything. I mean, when I mean, you should. God, see the scars on my legs from pulling from, from, <laughs> from using a power bar. Yeah, knurling at the shins. It's like it's like a meat grinder. Right, like right blood up. running down. Yeah, uh, which is a, which is another reason why people shouldn't sumo because you're still going to grind your shins. <laughs> well, I, that's not a story for me too. I mean, um, I, I've I, noticed that I have issues when I get closer to a meat with my hips and my back so i'm actually learning how to pull sumo again sorry yeah but you know it's all it's all a lot of fun anyway well it is i was gonna say next thing you're gonna tell me you're gonna you're interested in crossfit yeah or we're <laughs> two to one i'm deadlifting right that's right. And just, I have done that too. Um, training with Molly. Molly brought a tutu in and I, I forget what, why we, I agreed to do it. So I, this is actually a video of me deadlifting in the tutu on my Instagram page, but I was pulling conventional, but yeah, I mean, I, I pulled some of my bigger weights, um, pulling sumo years ago. Um, at 165, I pulled, uh, Actually, a five sixty five pulling sumo. Nice. I mean, so yeah, I just yeah. need to learn learn it again. Learn so how to how, do it. How wide a stance do you take on your sumo pull? Um, like you're not like my my not my ultra wide. Yeah, I'm not ultra wide. Um, my shins are at the the, uh, the ring. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it where I'm at. Anytime I pull sumo, that's usually where I do it. Cause I'll, I'll throw sumo in just to, I mean, cause it's a different muscular development. So I will usually, I'll throw it in as like a train. So I'll do my conventionals up to a certain point and then I'll do a, like a couple, two or three sets sumo at a certain weight, just so that I have, I want, you know, I, I still have from the years of bodybuilding, 
I still have that kind of mindset of even muscular development. So I want to make sure I hit all those areas and, and, you know, you just never know. Sometimes you want to pop into a wide stance and not, you know, drop your weight by 50% just to be able to move it. Because as people say, they think sumo is easier, but sumo is different. Like, cause you, yeah, can pull, you can pull 600 pounds conventional. If you've never pulled sumo, you go into a sumo, you don't have that muscular development. That's going to be hard to pull. Bye bye abductor too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, so, it's a different beast. I mean, they both, they both complement each other. Correct. You know, I pull sumo one week and then the next week I'll pull conventional. I go back and forth and my weights are pretty, they're fairly similar, you know. But it's not going to stop anyone from talking shit about it, though. No, no, because it, it's fun <laughs> to talk shit about it. That's Regardless, you know. <laughs> yeah, me and Tim go round and round on it. It's hilarious. Tim Swanson, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there's, um, I was going to bring up, one thing I, I liked, like learning more about the USPF's rules is in bench, they have they have a width uh, regulation. So I thought it was really cool that like a finger has to be touching the knurling break and you can't go any wider. So like you can't grip way outside of that knurling break uh -huh. because then it's a too wide of a... <laughs> that one inch press. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's super, <laughs> super arch. Oh, you, you, get, you get girls or, or the small guys that they don't have long arms anyway. Then they arch, they go all the way out to the ends. And then by, you know, by the time they do it, like you said, it's like, it's a few inches and it's like, yeah, you moved a decent weight, but come on. I mean, I don't mind, I don't mind an arch. I don't, it, sometimes it gets carried away. It's, it's like sumo. Like if you do it properly, then good for you. I don't, it doesn't bother me. It's just, there's you can always get those people that go that take like an allowment of the rules and just fucking push it beyond like what like yeah i i'm waiting for one of those people in those meets to go to rack their bench super wide and catch the the meat of their hand between the bar and the in the rack ah yeah i remember the old racks i've, I've caught my hand on those things I did it, I've, I've done it during squats on the inside. It's, it's not pleasant, but oh gosh, it, it's, you didn't have a choice. Like I have to, my shoulders are so immobile. I have to, even on a squat bar, I have to go way out to the collars to be able to get underneath it. I can't do that close in and that shit don't work. So huh. yeah, on a, on a regular rack, I, my hands are like just going right at those uh, J clips going in and wow. I always have to. I think the the time, the worst time I did it, I think I was going. It was just a one rep max, something over six hundred pounds. So by the time I stood up, I wasn't thinking about anything else. I just wanted to get the bar off my back, and it caught it in there and just yeah, it was it was a mess. But wow. it's, it still wasn't the thing that hurt the most. <laughs> yeah. My 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 back and my legs were so just shot after that that you know. Oh damn! The blood the blood does uh, secondary at that point. It's like ripping had meat like that. <laughs> yeah, you rip those calluses off during deadlifts. Oh, I've never had that issue. It's just, maybe because I actually trim them. I'll oh, trim them. Okay. Um, I'll like take them and then I'll use a either a razor blade or I'll use a nail clipper a big one and then cut them off maybe that's why i don't have issues with it and i also got ultra soft hands too oh. <laughs> <laughs> so so you don't have you don't have the hands of a typical deadlifter is what you're saying uh, i don't think so right. not really uh, i i deadlifted i deadlifted for the first time in a while yesterday uh because i figure if i'm going to have you know, surgery or something like that. I'm going to get in what I can until that point. Um, and man, it just, after one session of deadlifts, I would, like I was at home 
and I was like, fuck, my hands are like, they feel like sandpaper. Like just, they're just crazy rough from, from putting, it wasn't even heavyweight, just decent weight on the bar and pulling reps. I was like, hey, this is not a, not a, not going to be a hand model anytime soon. There goes those dreams. Yeah, that's too bad. <laughs> it was it was on, it was on my list, you know. It was something I was really oh. looking forward to. No, oh. I think we're all looking forward to that too. That's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we got a good good amount of information on you today, Jesse. All right, so let's let's wrap up with a, a few things. So you're married? Yeah, for oh. almost uh, thirty four years. Almost a ten. That's that's impressive. Thirty four, yeah. And uh, how many kids you got? Oh, uh, we have two. Um, my daughter is twenty eight, and my son is twenty six. Nice. Yeah. So you, you guys have been empty nesters for a while. Actually, um, my my daughter just got married uh, last July, okay. um, the end of July, and my son's still here. Um, but there's, uh, there's a medical issue with that one too. So, well, he has, he has, epilepsy. Right. So, oh, okay. You no, know, I, he can stay as long as I, he wants. I don't. Right. He, he's yeah. a good, he's a really good kid or man. It, <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> it, he's always, it's, it's, he's your kid. He's always, he's always a kid. Yeah. They're always your kid. You know, a lot, even like, I mean, when you talk about, you know, we lost, we just lost our, um, our dog. And so, um, she was always, to me, even though she was 14, she was my puppy. She was right. still a puppy to me. You know, I still called her my little puppy girl, but just like I yeah. call my daughter, my, my little girl or stuff. So yeah. Yeah, my, my daughters are still, they're still girls. Uh, my oldest one and she, I think she's on right now. She's 19. And I, it, it would feel weird for me to call her a woman because she's just, she's just, she's my, my daughter. She's my girl. She's, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Other people, me. other people can call her that. That's fine. They can, they can refer to her as a woman, but she's, she's just, uh, she, she's my, my girl. And let's see. She just chimed in too. There she goes. <laughs> uh, Wait till she gets married. That is a, a different, um, I, I, you talk I, about, I imagine. You mean the old power lifter guy, you know, you know, putting, you know, weights that'll crush a normal person on your back and then they get married and uh, you just ball your eyes out, you know. Right. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, a, it's a total, um, <laughs> it's a life changer, emotionally, wow. <laughs> Yeah, luckily, uh, as of right now, she's not in a hurry for that to happen. Like you said, your daughter's twenty-eight. Yeah, yeah. So she's she's got a few years at that point. I, you know, I, I don't have a problem with her uh, waiting a little while. Um, you know, it's it's a different time than it was, you know, way a, a couple decades back when it was, I don't know, it was normal to get married from like eighteen to twenty-two. And uh, now I look back and I see 18 to 22 year olds and I was like, man, I was that kid. And I thought it was a good idea to get married. Like, what was I, what was I thinking? Like, I was just a baby still. Like, I didn't know anything. Yeah. I think I was 24 when we got married, I think. Yeah, my, there. yeah I think uh, I was going over this the other day. I was like, in total... I've been, I've been married for 16 years, but that's over, that's over three marriages. So it's, oh. it's, it's, it's not, it's not super impressive because there's been, it, um, it, it, it hasn't been, uh, it, 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 I didn't get it right the first couple times. So, but I'm on my, uh, I'm on my second longest one now. So. Right on. <laughs> we're, on our, we're, we're on our way. Actually, no, I guess it was like, I guess it was like 19. It'd be 19 years. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, 
So cool. All right. So we know everything that there is, Jesse. So if you're any, well, not everything, all the, <laughs> the main things we need to know right now. So anyone who's out there, okay, again, make sure you follow him, JC at JC Powerlifting on Instagram. You can check him out there. Uh, if you're doing a meet, WRPF, USPF meets, which I suggest you do in the state of Colorado, you might see him wandering around. You might see me wandering around. Um, and you can just always go up and say, hey, and and we were more than happy to talk to any of you folks. Um, are you are you going to be roughing at the USPF ones that uh, Jesse is putting on? Yeah, I'll, I'll be there. Um, the one that I won't be will be the one up in Grand Junction. Okay, yeah, you'll be out of town for, the, for that Yeah, one. I'll be out of town, yeah. Okay. I will, yeah, it's a, it'll be, I mean, that's a fun, that's going to be a good weekend. Special, oh, yeah, Olympics, I mean, Special Olympics one day and then the Open on the next. Oh, Special Olympics was so much fun last year. Yeah, that was oh, great. Oh, wow. I, I enjoy every time we do it. It's, uh yeah, and I did, I helped Jesse with the one in, I don't remember that little town. Um, it was on the northern side, uh, the north northeast area that he did this last. Was that October? I believe. Maybe. October. It was like in, oh. in Broomfield or something like that. Maybe not Broomfield. Yeah, probably one I wasn't able to go to. Yeah, I Matt was there, um, and then, uh, oh, why can't I remember her name ever? Molly? No, it was, uh, oh, my gosh. She's another uh, record holder, power lifter for females, but it's not Molly. Why can't I remember her name? Anyway. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, Megan. Oh, Megan, yeah. yeah. Um, so she, yeah, she was out there with that one, and that was a really good one too. As I did, uh, I did announcing from the table, as well as as keeping the scorecards, and so that was fun. Oh, cool. to, fun to fun to yell out their names, just because anyone who hasn't any Special Olympics event, I imagine, is is roughly the same. But uh, watching these guys lift weights is just so much fun. So they're so damn excited, and it's they they just they make you fall in love with like just the whole thing all over again every time you watch them and it was fun oh, just yeah. being, being able to call their names out you know nice and loud and they're you know they're they're proud to hear their name and go up there and, and do their stuff and so it was the couple of times i've been able to do that with him have been great and you know i'm looking forward to continuing other uh, work with the special olympics you know as well as um with with the other meets and, and doing all that work. But I, I believe I'll be up there. I think Jesse's having me come up in April for those two events as well. Ah, cool. So yeah, so. we, um, he just told me yesterday, I don't know if I should say it, but <laughs> I'm going to, um, there's going to, there may be a special guest there, which I'm, I just hope he shows up. He might be in Colorado. He said he might be in Colorado at the time. Um, he is, um, uh, an icon, I mean, power is an icon from back in, back in the day. Um, Ricky Dale Crane, um, oh, he may be there. I'm hoping he's there. I would, I've got, I really would love to, love to meet him. Um, I, I don't know if you, if uh, Jesse told you, but, um, the, the lady that's the president of the USPF, mm -hmm. Cherry, Yes. Um, I used to train with her father, uh, Bill Hartman back oh, in really? California in Glendora. Yeah. He owned a uh, Magnum fitness system. Um, yeah, he great, 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 man. He, um, he busted my balls all the time. Um, <laughs> his, his sense of humor was, is amazing. Um, he, he passed away some years ago, but he's, yeah, I mean, he's still, he's, Still lives pretty. He lives quite a bit of my heart. I mean, I think of him constantly, especially when I'm 
when I'm getting ready for a meet, I just think about him and the things he used to tell me, and um, it gets me through a lot. Nice, that's great. Yeah, Dave, uh, I've been in contact with 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 her and, and a couple other people, and they've been great as far as reaching out and you know and getting me the information. Yeah, her her mom. Need. Her mom too, Danny. Um, Danny is uh, she was an amazing powerlifter too. Um, that's her, her mom. You, I don't know if you've seen her. She's the one that sent us all the, the like the t-shirt and the the lanyard with the card in oh, it. Okay. That's Danny Hartman. That um, uh, she she was she was a beast. <laughs> she was awesome. an amazing powerlifter. Yeah, it's uh, it's good to be a part of you know organizations that have a good history too. Oh yeah, go back to God. I, they're one of the originals. I right. think the oldest might be. They may be one of the oldest, or it could be APF. I'm not really too sure. Or it was also the AAU at one time. Yeah, from what I was reading, there was. It's a branch off of what the original, the original one was, and then I can't remember what the original one. It wasn't necessarily powerlifting but they did powerlifting and then they split off the, the powerlifting from whatever that other organization was, something mm -hmm. like that. But anyway, it's been since, since the early eighties, if I remember right, late seventies, early eighties, um, that, yeah. that they've been operating. So it'll be fun to, to help that grow. And like you said, bring powerlifting, grow powerlifting in Colorado more. Um, we have a lot yeah. of people that like competing in, in powerlifting that do compete in powerlifting, and it'll be nice to give them more opportunities to compete locally. Yeah. I mean, like, um, I don't know if you've ever looked at the old powerlifting USA, but like, if you go like towards the back of them, they had a list of God, like hundreds of meat. You just got like run your finger down there and look for a meat like in your area, and boom, you know. And nowadays, you know, with social media, I'm surprised that powerlifting here isn't bigger. Right, you know, exactly. it's, it's just, it just blows my mind. Yeah, everyone, especially over here, everyone travels. And so that's what it'll be nice to bring something here that people can, they can do an event without the expense of, you know, driving and hotels and, you know, food out. And they can get a meet in close to their area and we can we should be able to pull a decent amount of people we cover cover a large area so it'll be it'll be fun to it'll be just be fun to do it i think it's uh yeah, i'm looking forward to to watching what happens out of all this yeah it's gonna be interesting with the high school being i hope it really takes off i mean yeah i, I think the 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 high school level i think they missed a lot from not having powerlifting like they used to have I mean, I'm yeah, sure there's a lot of strong kids out there. There's, I yeah, there's definitely a lot of strong kids. They just need somewhere to, they need a place to focus it, and then they need the right people to help them do it properly. Uh, because yep. the weightlifting weightlifting coaches are not the ones that are going to help them do it properly. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my! My in high school were ridiculous. <laughs> And even with everything that's available now, it doesn't seem like they're any better. It's no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, there's a funny one. Um, my daughter, she went to Grandview, and uh, she was taking weightlifting, and um, she told the coach, "Goes, uh, yeah, my because my coach said something about powerlifting. Oh yeah, my my dad is a powerlifter, and he, she's like, he's like." There's no way your dad's a power lifter the way you lift. I was dying. And then the last, I think it was the last day of that class before uh, she graduated. I let her wear my shirt. It says shut up and squat. It's an old school thing. And he just looked at her and he just shook her head, took his head and just laughed. It was, it was great. I wish I could have met him, but... Uh, go, go in there and sh go in there and show them how there's no way you're a powerlifter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> right. There's no way. I'll show you how. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 
everyone out there, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening, all that fun stuff. Um, again, make sure you go to generalleathercraft.com, get your Pioneer belts. We both have Pioneer belts because they are awesome. Make sure you go to also to maxbarbell.com. They have a lot of the other, uh, a lot of the other powerlifting stuff that you need. Uh, it's where I get my singlets from. It's where I bought my shoes from. Uh, it's, they have a lot of a lot of uh, options for your powerlifting needs, as well as great customer service. Make sure you visit the show at in at lifting underscore ugly or search lifting ugly. Go to the website liftingugly.com. <clears throat> peruse there, peruse the whole thing. And you can also find out, um, you can look, we have the, the Lifting Ugly team members and their information up there as well. And if you want to support, you can do so at patreon.com backslash Lifting Ugly and see the different tiers there. And the more people that I can get signed up there, the more exclusive content I can offer. Jesse, thank you for joining me this week. No, oh, thank you. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, we'll have we'll have you back on. I'm gonna have you guys on a kind of a rotation. And so we can we can have discuss topics and get all the different points of view. Hey, maybe I'll have a laptop or something, huh? Hey, you know, you know <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. can kind of catch up with the times a little bit. Well, my computer is just a gaming computer. That's all I use it for pretty much. Oh, okay. Well then it's probably way overkill for this. <laughs> the yeah, phone, the, the, the phone worked fine. the The sound the sound was pretty good. Your video was good. So, yeah, you actually oh, good. Did, you did better on on your stuff than uh, this computer was responding to me today. So, I, I I have no complaints on your side. I was just about to lose my mind on my end of things. Huh. Yeah. So we got it fixed. We made it through. Good. Right on. So. All right, buddy. So until next time, we'll see you. And everyone out there, we will see you next week. We're out of here. All right. All right see you.